Hang on a second. Can we start a band called Deadlift specifically? <laughs> hey up, and welcome to the Temple of Blood podcast, episode nine. Uh, it's a weekly metal news roundup show with some other shit. Um, and, and I'm Jim. I'm Jim, and I'm a, I'm as low energy as I was last week, but that's because for another reason, which we'll get into. And with me is my co-host Raw. You're right. Fucking yeah, man. Two hours. That's two spent. Hours. I've gone. I've moved from two hours with Howie Abrams, A and R for Roadrunner, and the guy who signed fucking Bowling for Soup, uh, to you. <laughs> An hour with this shit. <laughs> this motherfucking shit. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've got myself a beer and. If I finish this beer in the middle of recording this podcast, I'm going to fuck off and get myself a fucking drink. <laughs> it was, it was, it was ace. It was ace. All sorts of fucking cool stories about Roadrunner, and it's obviously completely on brand for what I'm trying to do. Yeah, nice. Um, nice. So, um, for those of you who don't know, um, Howie Abrams was the director of A and R Roadrunner between the years 1992 and 1997. Um, plenty of interesting stuff going on there. Plenty. Uh, obviously, all my questions are around the mechanics of the industry and the label, um, which is pretty dull. If you wanted to hear about like Pete still throwing up on something, but um, tough shit. That's my project. Do your own fucking do your own interview with Harry Abrams if you want. Get in touch with Harry Abrams yourself, pricks, and no, but give you the email. Nah. <laughs> How have you been? Uh, yeah, I've uh, been to Bridge North. I went on a five-mile walk with the wife of a uh, folk singer who then said, next time we are in Bridge North, we can go around to their house where we will drink cider and talk about proper log storage. Is that we as in me? <laughs> that <laughs> no, no, sounds no, fun. No, no, that's, that's, that's me and the woman. Um, I'll see what I'm like this time. And unacceptable. If, and if you want to know about... Um, if I pass the test with... Uh, with the man called Steve. If I pass the test with Steve and he deems me enough of a man, then you might be able to possibly come round and learn about his log storage wisdom. This is too much. <laughs> All right. So the thing is, though, the thing I really like about that anecdote, which is obviously just like you saying shit, is in that experience you've provided like an infrastructure upon which I can also join in. With that. And I didn't ask you to do that. I didn't even know you were doing it. But you've come back and gone, we could if we need to. <laughs> we can have log things if we need to. Yeah, if 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 like the wisdom I steal from, yeah, wisdom I steal from Steve isn't good enough to pass on to. I'll be like Steve, look, we've got another mate who wants to try your twelve percent scrumper and also talk about logs. Yeah, man. How about <laughs> logs. Speaking yeah. of logs, uh, tomorrow is the day I build my squat rack. Yes. I've got everything except a pull-up bar. All right, cool, man. Um, yeah, you can just just nail a fucking bar to it. Fine. That's what, yeah. I'm lacking a bar. I've got some spare wood though, so I might just have a yeah. temporary wooden one for the time being. Yeah, you have to get some brackets on that just so it properly. Yeah, um, you I was thinking, I was thinking a dove. Yeah, you could so do, that, do that, and then if you want to be do that and be fucking hardcore and just um, wrap some rope around it, so you've got like two bits of rope hanging off and do pull ups like that. Um. Yeah, I've also got a pulley as well, so I can do. Nice pulley's yeah. awesome. Yeah, but um, R.I.P. the strength unit, my gym that's closed yeah. down. I uh, went to pick up my barbell, um, and she threw some uh, clips and two free caps. So that's f- and oh, nice. and some um, stable flooring, which is fucking brilliant. So hats oh, off! To- Shout out to Ali Winter. Yes, what a name! What a name! Yeah, I know. What a name of a gym owner. But anyway, <laughs> balls up. Uh, right, should we should we start with the uh, start with the uh, news then? Can I can I go first because. I know. Um, I seem keen because I've I've got a few pieces of new news. Fucking hell, what, 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 and double O Z. And double O Z. The fucking news. <laughs> um, but um, people, people, obviously, last week they have missed out on one whole week of this week in metal tat. Okay, so I'm coming ah, out. No, the, no, the fucking haven't. I did it. Oh, did you? What metal tat did you do? Can't remember. I've deleted it. I've deleted the um, my, my notes from last week. <laughs> it was such a low energy episode. I forgot. Yeah, and he would, would listen to last week. So, but anyway, if this is if this is the metal tat, then I'll let you know. Fuck it, we're getting a double dose of it. So, Guns and Roses pinball machine. Ah, didn't have that. Perfect. Guns and Roses pinball machine. I've read into this because I was like, our pinball machine's still a fucking thing. I thought it was. And just, are they tat? Um. In a way, yeah, because it's just slapping... It's, it's doing the kiss. It's like, what can we slap our logo on? I know, a pinball machine. But no, you read into this, they're actually not just old shit 
like you know mechanical things i've read into this and it's like this fucking pinball machine with like loads of live footage and different game modes and stuff designed with slash because slash is a pinballer he's a pinball wizard he is that kid that fucking what's the first song about the who the who yeah Mm. the who the english who not the mongolian who oh shit hang on mate i've got some fucking big news for you right now about the mongolian who no oh eddie van halen's dead what yeah what when Let's read up on it. Fuck, what? Is this just happened now? What well, literally, the... in the last five fucking minutes. What the fuck? It's crazy. I was thinking about Eddie today as well. Um, Christ. knew his health was in um, a somewhat... Oh, uh, his family announced he died of mouth cancer on October the 6th, 2020. Oh. That's crazy, man. That's fucking crazy. Jesus. Hey, man. Oh, can never knew he was fucking polar. Yeah, he's been off and on for a while, mate, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a shame, man, because we were all thinking um, wouldn't be great if we had another David Lee Roth album. You know how I've been going on for the last few weeks about it? it, Some bands, even if they don't want to tour together and they can't stand each other, just to fucking sit at home and do albums for the rest of your life. Van Halen would have been that band and it would have been good. Van Halen could have possibly been that bad. Fucking hell, man. That's a bit of a fucking... A Debbie Downer? Yeah, it's a definite Debbie Downer. That's, that's fucking that's shit. As well. We've got that, our main competition's back as well. They've got two new episodes up. What? The what is? Atletico Mins. It's a Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> this is a freffery buffery, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> Van Halen, man. Yeah, man. Don't know, I don't, don't know what to say. I don't know. Fucking shredding. Why don't you tell us more about your fucking pinball machine, Ro? Mm. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fucking Eddie Van Halen shit, man. Yeah, um, you know what, mate? It's because the universe decided, ah, oh, Temple of Bed doing a recording. Yeah. Best get someone filed up for their fucking obituary section. Because every yeah. week someone's oh, fucking man. dropped off. Yeah, God. Yeah, not that? Dangerous time to be in fucking rock and roll. Um, But yeah, uh, G now pinball machine. Like I said, it's got <laughs> lots of. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't, to be honest right that was, if anything we've been interrupted by Eddie Van Halen but I was generally yeah. had some questions about the pinball machine so do continue um, no it's just been designed by this dude and Slash who's like this really who's really into it and there's lots of game mods and special editions and shit like that so fire away with your, uh, with your questions it's more about like your policy on tap first of all actually um I think Jim Jeffries collects pinball machines. Does he? Uh, yeah, and um, on the videos with Sam Topman doing um, mock-ups of <laughs> Hailstorm and Sabaton songs, I think he's got quite a few as well. So I think it's a thing. Yeah. But I understood your tap being like proper knockoff, stupid shit, whereas like a pinball machine's a proper investment. It's a proper investment, but... Okay. It's it's one of these where it's, it, it gets towards the sort of, like, kiss thing of what's not really related to us that we can slap our logo on. Oh, I know, a pinball mm. machine. In this, case, no, in this case, Slash is a pinball enthusiast, so I'm like, all right. But, you know, it's one of these where they're like, lunchboxes, because, you, know, you know, it'd be like seeing fucking Cannibal Corpse. Corpse lunchboxes, lunchboxes because the kids love Rena you know, entrails ripped from a virgin's cunt. It's like, yeah, slap our logo on that. That's you know, it, it I, think I think you had a more accurate, sort of a better um, interpretation of the whole thing than me because I was like, it has to be under a certain threshold, like it has to be tat as in something I could buy and sit on a, a shelf and then never look at again. It's just <laughs> one of those tatty, weird, stupid things, like, like you know, you sometimes see a sickle in a pub. And they put a sickle yeah. above the dot. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, I got yeah, I got yeah. But yours is from a more intellectual property uh, yeah, <laughs> direction. Yeah, but no worries. Like, it's one of these where it's like my my favorite piece of a. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm actually looking to see where. Oh, it's on my floor. Um, uh, <laughs> my favorite piece of a band tap that I own because I've just remembered that I own this is. Um, have you heard of the uh, drunken Manowar tribute band called Hanawar? Yes, I think you were telling me about them. Yes, I have. I have a. I have a shit sword from Poundland with one of their stickers on that they throw out at their uh, gig at Hammerfest. Oh, so very good. So, but that is on brand metal tat. No one's, no one's mystified by. You made that tat though, didn't you? They didn't put the sticker on. 
No, they put the sticker on. Oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. That's yeah, they, they put the stickers on, so that's, you know, that's the sort of tat that we want, where it's like, is our band logo on something that's related to the band? My idea of tat is something like a Gene Simmons mask, not face paint, mask, like a little plastic shitty mask. That, that is tat, but that's that's on brand for Kiss. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if fucking, uh, I don't know, if, if Iron Maiden brought out masks that weren't, if it was just, you know, you could be Bruce Dickinson for Halloween, it's like, that's a bit, no, fuck off, you know. Whereas dressing mm. up as Bruce Dickinson in his scary 80s spandex, that that would be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with to quote Spantap, I'm a tiddos down our trousers, you know, if it was that, then yeah, that's fine. Okay, so I'm, I'm happy to accept your interpretation of the tap. Good. Going forward. But the thing is, though, in these times of COVID, it's, it stands to reason that we wouldn't receive any high-budget tat anyway because it's like, well, people are just trying to make a quick buck anyway, so yeah, here's, some, here's some fucking um, yeah. anthrax, anthrax peanuts. Yeah, uh, but, you know, Jim, but the thing is as well sort of thing, what sounds funnier, this week in Sensible Metal Merchandising or this week in Metal Tat? I mean, come on. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. But, yeah, there's no such thing as Sensible Metal Merchandising <laughs> unless it's a, a compact disc. Unless it's a Hanawar sword. Do you want some of my news? Yeah, go on. I I talked about this last week, but I want to bring it up with you in case you want to talk about Hawkeye leaving Fear Factory. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, I've I've been trying to catch up on this and looking at the big uh, uh, storm there is in the kind of like he says, she says, but I don't know, he might be back for the new album or something like that. It's a bit what the fuck well it's I, I said this last week I was like look we've known we've seen the back of <laughs> it and he's, he's released a statement and I can't be arsed talking about it mm. but I'll, I've thought I've had a think about it to be honest Ro and I actually think this is a great thing for Fear Factory because listening back I'm like at the time like the manufacturer and all that stuff the yeah um, like Burton well, Hawkeye's contribution was kind of like it made part of the sound yeah, but I think that contribution was diminished over time, and I think now is time for something completely new. Oh, okay. I See. think there's there's a lot of like displaced metalcore vocalists from from bands that aren't bands anymore who would yeah. add a lot more different variety okay. to, to a Fear Factory sound, and I think it's a good opportunity for them. Interesting. Mm. And in my head, I, when I go down that train of thought, I think that's a very mature way of looking at it. In that nice gym, and then yeah. I think, let's play fucking Fear Factory um, roulette, right? So this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> because Metallica Bingo just took off. <laughs> no, no, it's because because I think the thing about Fear Factory is, as I said, the contribution that Bernie Bell sort of provided was it's, it became stale quite quickly. Um, mm. I think that's reflected in the song titles. Now, I'm not a massive Fear Factory fan. Mm. I don't know a lot about them, but this is what we're going to do. I'm going to name a song, which I think is on brand for Fear Factory. You're going to Google it really quickly and tell me if I've, I'm about right. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> this is like one of those fucking meme things, isn't it? The, the first word is the letter of the Monty were born. You know, that's that's like... A, it, it's like, it's like, so get ready. Fingers, yeah. fastest fingers first. Um, they sort of like got labeled industrial, sort of like an industrial death metal um, yeah, sound. Yeah. So they sort of like leaned into that. And I think there's a song called yeah. Cir- Circuit Breaker. Um, uh, no, Circuit Breaker. Oh, is there Signal uh, Overload? Uh, there is not Circuit Breaker. There is, I'm just trying to... Is there one near to it, by the way? The, the, cast the net big and wide. I'm just trying to think of Fear Factory songs that I know. Uh, there is zero signal. <laughs> that counts, I think. Yeah, there is zero signal. Um, uh, yeah, track list is for Fear Factory. There's, and, and I always think, yeah, there's self-bias resistor, which, you know, it, in a way it does sound like some uh, psychological concepts, but in the other way it's like resistor, transistor, you know. It's all, it's what Gen X, it's the words that fly into a Gen X's head when they go to Laser Quest. Yes, D manufacturer being the the main one as well. So you know, that, that's that's um, as well, isn't it? Um, what else is there? What else is there? Um, uh, I want to say something about a piston, but it feels too industrial and not enough digital. There's one called Piss Christ. <laughs> Another song called Piss Christ. So yeah. uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. They're not as looking at the song titles like properly because they haven't had a proper proper look at it. They're not as they're not as they're not as bad as you're making them out to be, Jim. In terms of how many songs have glitch in the title? 
Uh, none, actually. Oh, I'm, fuck off. I'm just, I'm just looking through them all. There's no glitches in the songs. Okay. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ah, now. Yeah. Ah, I think... I think the older they've got, the more um, the more, into like, it. the more they've leaned into it. So from <laughs> the the album Mechanize from 2010, you've yeah. got Mechanize, Industrial Discipline. There's one called Power Shifter. Oh fuck off! Metallic Division, Controlled Demolition. So you know it's it's getting there. It's getting there. Just give me because you know what they all sound like. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. No. Yeah. From 2010 onwards, it is all pretty much what you said because on their. Uh, uh, 2012 album. They've got recharge, uh, uh, difference, uh-huh. disassemble. Human oh, wait, how, how many? How many have capacitor in the title? Ooh, I haven't seen a capacitor yet. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's look on the newest album. Control F that shit. Ooh, ooh. You've got <laughs> autonomous combat system, dielectric, promo mech, proto mech, soul hacker. So we're all there. So yeah, the more the more Fear Factory go on, the more like what Jim thinks Fear Factory should be to become. Uh, oh no, shit! Did... Oh fuck! First album is a song called Crash Test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should just like there's, there's there's two directions that Fear Factory can go in. They can like just completely abandon it and just like do proper songs. <laughs> <laughs> do proper songs that aren't aren't rooted in technology and like yeah. the move from analog to digital and the other side is to completely lean into it to the point where they should name the new album Blue Screen of Death hang on last one is there, <laughs> is there one called Virus is there any like, on a, on malware or virus no, but um, I do know the chorus of the song Cyber Waste, which is a fucking tune. Goes, you are a virus. So, you know. But they all sound like that. So, yeah, you know what, Hawkeye? Sod off and take your lack of any legal claim to the name Fear Factory with you. And I wish you good, good luck in your next ventures. Get Ooh. fucking Mark Hunter from Chimera. There you go. Ah, yeah, that'd, that'd be Jobs. good. That would be shit, man. Just thinking about it, that'd be fucking good. Right, I'm with you on one that of, one. One of the like one of those displaced metal uh, metalcore singers. Yeah, 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 because like that, because the Fear Factory sound is what is what kind of made the metalcore sound. Like shouty, you know, yeah. those visions of disorder. There's other ones as well. Um, shouty verses, singy choruses, that sort of dynamic that started with Fear Factory. It evolved into something more mature and more fun with yeah. like your metalcore bands. Now it, it's screaming for something. It, now if I just scream for something different and yeah. that's my take on that <clears throat> which was far more than what it was last week which was fuck this I want to go home <laughs> uh, I'm just, no, I was just low energy last week that's not it wasn't no, no, that's fine. I, think, I think we're getting it back and just before, <laughs> we, just before we move on to this I I didn't know this but I'm just scanning down the archetype uh, Wikipedia page and in popular culture the album and its song title are referenced in the game Fallout 3 on one of the terminals where a certain B-Bell reports on a terminal that the virus archetype FFO6 mainframe has been cleaned and that the infection have been removed the soul of this machine has improved. <laughs> That's so, a point. Now, a... now, Jim, does this mean this is the quest for the secret Bethesda Softworks metalhead? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe perhaps <laughs> I was trying to think there's got to be some how could you make a full Elder Scrolls game without a Fintroll reference though <laughs> you can't mate you fucking can't mm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for the uh, easy news which is wait wait. have you not got any Fear Factory based parlor games no oh for fuck's sake go on then alright right. Easy one. Um, new ACDC single out tomorrow, which will be the seventh. Yeah. Twenty. I did the, a. So go on. Johnson with the Johnson back in the band. I didn't know. BJ. The yeah, I didn't know the BJ Johnson was back in the band. They sacked off Chris Slade in in favour of that that guy who conspired to kill his wife, <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't. No, no, no. It wasn't his wife. It was just a randomer. I think. I think it, yeah, that's cool. why he was under house arrest because he had like some sort of murderous intentions, and someone found out. Yeah, I thought like that, wasn't it? Was, was something like that. But um, yeah, I did. I did something on this last week. Cause last week was just like the teaser stuff for the album. Mm. But the th- it really fucks me off because all the, the news was so fucking dry that they literally all across the headlines was like 
a ACDC reference has been found near a fucking high school and it's like, oh, fucking get it. And this week it's the same. Mm. Right? We've got a new album. We've got all this new stuff. And they're just going, yes, Angus confirms that there are some Malcolm Young ideas that were in this album. It's like, fucking stop resurrecting dead people for your <laughs> shitty news. We know that because Malcolm fucking had like 50 fucking years near enough of ideas <laughs> thrown into like a hard drive. Of course, they every ACDC album that's ever going to come out from now on will have something from Malcolm Young. Just yeah, by fucking, yeah. it's, it's like, just so dumb. But yeah, inspired by Malcolm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Just uh, just some ideas from this cartographer on this map. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it says the ocean over there. Yeah, we're, Gal- yeah we're Galileo inspired by uh, by this. You know, Mercato Mac- heavily influenced this uh, this uh, map. It was like, well, fucking obviously, didn't they? Yeah, so fucking dumb. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. There's <clears throat> there's not a bad ACDC album. No, but does there's that mean tour? Does that mean tour? Um, I hope so, but I also yeah. hope not. And like I say, I'm, I'm I'd rather have ACDC just bang out an EP every four months. Uh. I him there for selfish reasons. Oh, you, you've not seen him, have you? I've not seen him, no. Well, I've seen the best of both worlds, mate. I had the original, well, the classic lineup with Malcolm in 2010. Yeah. Like then um, the Axel one a few years later. Yeah, see, I would have liked the classic Malcolm, but, ah, but Jim, you'll never, ever, ever beat my dad. No, I won't. You'll never in beat any my context. Dad. <laughs> in any context. You'll never beat my dad in ACDC seeing him with Bon Scott in a pub in Huddersfield for 50p. Mad. What I should have asked him about that when I last saw him. It was a West Yorkshire pub for fit. He was in no state to answer any fucking questions. <laughs> no, he was, he was running past me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's his old man band tale, and I do like his old man band tale. So, uh, what's your what's your old man band tale? Like, what's, what? Who did you see before they were big? Uh, Evil. Fucking. When oh, don't Evil don't count. Oh, come on, when they were metal militia, come on, we can say that. When we were fucking like supporting them in our shitty yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. When, when they were, you know, that's a, I saw them before they were them. You know, that's a proper old man tale. Mine's, mine's definitely Lamb of God. Yeah, but as we covered the last time I was on here, I don't feel as though I've invested enough money into Lamb of you know, <laughs> in that way. So, yeah, true. I don't know, man. I want to think on that sort of like bands that have got big that you've sort of like, oh shit. I think, I think, I think though with the DC thing, I think with the, I think with that, it, for Dad, it wasn't an accident. You know, he was actively like seeing him. I don't think it was like, oh, serious player, oh, is this ACDC? I think it was when they. That's the best one. That's the best yeah. title. When you find a band that you're invested in, you go, let's go see this fucking shit band because I think they're yeah. great. Like right. if Arno Corp were like multi millionaires tomorrow, we'd be like, yeah. we were there. We were there. Yeah. That's what I mean. But I we think propped where, them up. I think that's where it would be, Dad, where he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'll, he goes, I like DC. Yeah, I'll go see them. Oh, 50 piece sorted. Yeah, does that. And then, you know, <laughs> fucking explode. So. It was back in the day when it was like, Mm. His house cost two quid. His house cost two quid. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, back in back in the day of uh, yeah, we we'll we'll see how this goes, and we'll just we just might get my we just might get me dad on here and just have a couple of beers and go, dad, just tell us all of your classic tales about. I wouldn't mind that. That sounds like a proper laugh. That I've seen ACDC for fifty p. Yeah. <laughs> Being the only long-haired person at a sex <clears throat> you know, it's fun fun stuff like that. Yeah, I'd fucking love that. I love that shit. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Maiden are apparently back in the studio. Yes, I've seen that as well. Yes. Um, nothing's confirmed, obviously, but this has just made the fucking news cycle because there's nothing happening these days. Yeah. All that happened was Bruce said, we've been doing, me and Steve met up in a studio context and I can't tell you anything without killing you. And it was like, whoa, new Maiden album. It's like, yeah, well, they're a working metal band. They're going to bang out a fucking album. You know what this is? This is this is like time accelerating when we're getting older. So like a Maiden album isn't a remarkable thing, even though it's the first one in five years. Yeah, they're so part of like my regular sort of coming and comings and goings. Yeah, but it's just not uh, when new albums. Like, yeah, of course, of course. Of course. Mm, fucking Maiden. The, yeah. the bus is also going to arrive. <laughs> the bus is also going to arrive for the old folks home where Maiden should be, but they're not, and it's a glorious fucking thing that they are not. 
I just say this to Howie. I'm going to keep referring back to the Howie Abrams interview. I just say, like, what do you reckon? <laughs> oh, like? I, oh, two hours ago when I spoke to Howie Abrams. <laughs> I did specifically say, I don't need to, uh, to another 12 minute version of Wheels of Steel. I just want, I just want Saxon to sit in their houses and bang out an album every three months. And he was like, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> You've just shot Howie Abrams out of fucking the record industry. It's like, oh, dude. They're going to be knocking yeah. down his door now. Yeah. Um, in um, in other news as well, uh, see, there's a uh, you found them hilarious. It, coincidentally, Jim, uh, Jungle Rot of a new album coming out. Hey, dude, I didn't find them hilarious. I, it was just um, the, the circumstance to which we started talking about them was quite hilarious. They're actually yeah. shit up. I bet you can't name a band that's to do with tropical disease, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't think that <laughs> high humidity has been represented in the metal culture. Jungle Rot. Jungle Rot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking spades, man. So yeah, um, yeah, no fucking sh- shit. I think I mentioned this either to you or maybe on the one last week, but it's like I, I want to try and place them in like which wave of thrash are they in because they are early '90s, so maybe that's like next to Violence and maybe De- Death Angel. Death Angel was like yeah. late late seventies, really not late late eighties, but oh. oh, I've got some Death Angel news as well. I thought I thought this was funny, so I'm gonna oh, go for it. Double up. Um, Death Angel have announced their seventh annual Christmas show. So apparently, Death Angel do a Christmas show every year. And Fucking this brilliant! And this one's going to be broadcasted. I just, I just thought that would chuckle because you don't usually associate the words Death Angel with Christmas show together. <laughs> <laughs> just let me chuckle. How I can now hear the Death Angel sing? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, what were we on about? Oh yeah, uh, Jungle Rock. That's good. Right, yeah. More new music, please. Yeah, pretty much. That's all I fucking want. Good shit's getting back together, isn't it? And that's about uh, that's about me for news. I've done metal part. I've, I've, I've got I've got one more for you, mate. All right, cool, cool. How are you feeling about your sins recently? Have you atoned? Have I atoned for my sins? Anything uh, you want to confess? Anything you want to get off your chest? Anything you want to do? Uh, you want to like do a My Name Is Raw? Like and do a list. But of, of my sins, like what? what, what how long we, we've only got half an hour left, so uh, we need to categorize. I mean, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. The Messiah is here. Corey Taylor's solo album came out last week. <laughs> I saw the album cover and I looked at the album cover and like, it's one of these where as as long as Corey Taylor is now taking the piss out of himself, that's fine. As long as he's doing, as long as he's doing an ale storm where he's going to be like, yeah, we're going to have a giant ducks and wear uh, skater gear on stage and sing about pirates, fuck you if you don't like it. If he's doing yeah. that, my, my contention with Corey Taylor was the, this is like episode one of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this was, uh, why we don't like Corey Taylor. It's not that we don't like him, right? It's not that we don't like him. It's because it's like, it's like Life of Brian 2 came out, yeah? It's yeah. like Life of Brian 2 came out and Brian woke up one morning and went, you know what? I think today I am the Messiah. <laughs> and I'm not a naughty boy. And yeah. all these, and he see, the, the speculation was that he was leading into that with that CMFT must be stopped. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and with all everything else about Corey Taylor that you see in the press and things like that, because he's got a, he's, he's he's not shy. No. Um, but there's two sides to this. There's Corey Taylor himself. Then there's like the things that are surround Corey Taylor in terms of the fandom. He t- he seems to be above reproach in every single respect. Mm. Um, and that frustrates me because. I like my metalers to be accountable. <laughs> and with this, with everything I heard about this album, it was like, this is going to be a fucking shit show and he's lost his mind. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I've listened to it. It's, put it this way, I think this is what happened. Corey Taylor had about three rejected Stone Sour songs. He had six acoustic songs. Yeah. And then he wrote two songs in, in lockdown. And then right. he said, Rhoda, do you want to get me a, do you want to get me a, a, some session musicians together? And what they did was said, I got an idea. I'm going to get a seven foot tall bassist. I'm going to get, I'm, and I'm assuming this by the way, and I haven't seen anything. I'm going to get a bald man with a trilby white man. Cause that's always, that's always the supporting. That's always the session rhythm guitarist is a yeah. bald, a skinny bald guy. with yeah. a trilby, Unaccountably. Yeah. And then, um, the drummer's either a black guy or a white guy with thick rimmed glasses. Yeah. That's what Roadrunner did. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and that's as explained to you by uh, Roadrunner's King of A&R is how they do things. Uh, in the oh, only between 92 and 97, man. Oh, no, you but, didn't you know, even know him. 
the legacy lives on, doesn't it, really? So mm. it, probably, it probably set the trend, so yeah. Yeah, uh, his actions echoed through time. And um, I think that's what happened. And the decided this bit I did see, that sort of released sort of like trailers for the album where it's Corey Taylor playing in like a room live with his mates mm. and it's like, I know Corey Taylor hasn't met these people before. And mm. they're like, they've got, the, they've done that snap clips of him like being jokey with a uh, rapport with them. Uh, where they're like holding up pictures and going, hey, hey, this is what we did on tour where it's just, you know, it's it, things it like that. The bass players having this, this shit, that sort of thing. This is what it's like being in a band. Friends have been on the road for years. So it's, this is what I think. That's what I think happened, and I think when I listen to the album, that's exactly what has happened. There's just a there's a mishmash of songs here. Yeah. Um, if there was an objective to this, it's to get Corey Taylor's music in some films because that's how mm. fucking wide the net is in terms of like songs. Right. It's okay. nothing. It's nothing remarkable. It's nothing particularly good. It's less of a vanity project. It's clearly is just wanted to like. I think he's just trying to have fun with it, and that's kind of cool as well. Mm. So, the Messiah complex. The the, the jury's still out. Mm. This has been marketed to the other side of that coin, which is um, the, the Messiah simplicity, which is everyone thinking he's fucking God. Mm. Those are the people who are going to buy this record. Those are the people who are going to make the money. That's fine. Everyone gets paid. Um, yeah. We'll only ever hear those songs on the fly in a film. Yeah. It's just, yeah. in fact, let me paint a picture for you. Name a hard rock band that doesn't scream isn't black metal that you like. That doesn't. It's not. It's not like death metal, black metal, or anything. It's not too heavy. It's just like a. It's like a, just a rock band, hard rock band. Um, do the Struts count? I've never heard of them, so they don't. You, you, you did, Jim. I played them here. That that band that I did security for that time. Oh, the the Queen one. The Queen one. Yeah, did they? Count? No, it's, try and pick something a bit more ubiquitous that people might know. Right. Okay. Any um, band. It could be anyone. I can't think. I can't. Let's think. say, for argument's sake, it's Aerosmith. Right. Okay. Let's say Steven Tyler leaves Aerosmith. Right. And then he does a solo record. Yeah. This is exactly what that sounds like. All uh, right, okay. Yeah. It's just middle of the road, bit all over the place, sort of generic yeah. hard rock. It occupies a space in your head where yeah. you, the na- your neighbours are Nickelback and Bookcherry. Yeah, yeah, I get you, I get you. It's, kind of the, that's where it is. Yeah. Not terrible, but it's, you know, fine. Yeah. Here's the thing for you. Last thing we're going to say about Corey Taylor. Do teenage girls still fancy Corey Taylor? Um, I couldn't tell you, mate. I don't speak to any teenage girls. Because <laughs> I'm thinking all the teenage girls that used to fancy Corey Taylor have like grown up now, and I think he's too far away from t- teenage girls and like other folks. This old dude. In a, they do. Uh, I had tickets to see Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer. I'm obviously yeah. there for Weezer. Um, yeah. And it was called the, the Hella Megator. And the whole the whole marketing thing around it was oh look it's all those bands you liked in two thousand three to two thousand five, and maybe before whatever. Yeah. But that was like an exercise in do these girls still fancy these bands? And I'm really <laughs> good that it was it was all knocked on. <laughs> that would have been glorious, glorious. Yeah. But yeah, that's um that's me for news. I mean, that's me bang, for news, uh, yeah, just bang bang Cora Taylor on if you want. <laughs> No, 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 I'm not going to do that, Jim. Because what we're here to talk about, what the real topic of today is, seems to have skimped on the news, is Ultimate Metal Gym Playlist. Right, so are we we bringing our own playlist to the table, or are we building one collectively as a Temple of Blair? I Um, think... I think we'll bring we'll bring our things to the table and then we'll just we'll just see where it's at. So I want to start by saying we could solve this conversation in ten seconds by just saying Manowar. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Manowar. Just nothing but Manowar. I've got a, an anecdote that supports this, which actually Go on. I put in I put in my news section because it was news from today, but it actually works here because that's what I moved it to. Right. Yeah. So apparently the news headline was people like working out to Metallica. Yes. Uh, here is a breakdown. Of, this is Metal Injection, by the way. Uh, here is the breakdown of the six most popular genres of workout music. Pop takes 53.4%. Hip hop and rap is 48%. Classic rock is 46%. Alternative, 30%. Electronic dance music, 29%. Heavy metal is sixth with 24%. I'm assuming they're asking, like, what do you listen What are the top 10 things you listen to? I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it seems like I don't, I don't know whether I, 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 to me, I don't fucking I don't work out to Metallica. 
It's a shit no. one to work out of. Yeah. The only yeah. reason I'd work out to Metallica is it's because I'm putting like I'll put Saint Anger on just to scare all the like the fucking true cult metalheads away from me on the rowing machines. True, true. This might be it. Yeah, Metallica. I don't know. One of them where they never jumped to me as a as a gym band because there were, some, there were some bands that definitely jumped to you as a gym band, like Manowar for obvious reasons. And being being completely serious, I feel as though the song, you know, I think gym songs that the fall into. They fall into two camps with me. There's ones that evoke the feeling, and then there's ones where they're basically like Eye of the Tiger. Mm. Manowar have got a song called Number One, which is essentially their Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all about you know being a winner and all the rest of it, and and yeah. So I think Manowar's Manowar's Number One is on there, and what fucking other song? It, I don't know. I don't know, I just had lots of good gym time to Manowar because I'm not like a band where they obviously all just lift and do roids. My lifting song has got to be Live to Win by Paul Stanley. Live to Win by Paul Stanley. That used to be my running song. That is on my motivation playlist, which was my running to the gym playlist when I used to run to the gym. That's very good. Yep. Good luck. Down, down the hill into town and then used to walk it back up again. I've got like um I've got like workout albums. I've got two workout albums. Andrew WK's I Get Wet. That's my running album. Okay. That's like I'll time my five K to that. And I usually get there for about half an hour. Mm. Um The Warriors Code by Dropkick Murphys. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you remember saying about this. Yeah, these are my running albums. Um, yeah. i there's also I've heard Greatness by Don Broco. No. I will send that to you. That is a that I think that's my new there's gotta be a new psych up song. Yeah, I think "Live to Win" is like "Live to Win" is like your, your last fifteen minutes of cardio. Yeah, or you're in the middle of like a beastly squat session. Yeah. Um, now you're a man by uh, DVD DVA. Well, and that's the end of my my list because I'm just because I didn't get that far through it, but I think we can build something together here. Oh, we could definitely build something. We've got the blueprints of something beautiful. We've got the blueprints, right? So. Coming, coming on from the uh, Manowar, so in the, sorry, in the same, in the same sort of like camp as the Eye of the Tiger. This is inspirational. You go, girl, music. Yeah, mm. um, you've got to have uh, Way of Vikings by a Monomath. Okay, yep. Way of Vikings by a Monomath, just a fucking brilliant song about two Vikings doing just training, uh, like Yom's Vikings doing the training by having a mock duel, and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, because you know it, it mentions the words muscle and training in it and stuff like that. It's like you wrote this as a gym song, didn't you, Yoan Egg? You glorious bastard! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, let, let us have a Viking gym song. Yes, said everyone <laughs> ever. Um. So yeah, let's let's rip out my phone because I've got me I got my playlist here in front of me. I mean, I'm trying to go for the specifics rather than just going, oh, this band, obviously. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. I'm going to say as well. Um. For deadlift specifically, for me, <laughs> just, like when you really need to come, deadlift specifically, you want some Wadrunner. Hang on a second. Can we start a band called Deadlift Specifically? <laughs> deadlift specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was the band called? What was that song called? It's Wadrunner. So it's um, <laughs> they did some music for did they do some music for Vikings the TV series? I don't know, but they're one of these where they're like they're only using instruments from like medieval or iron, right. you know, dark ages and stuff. And, one of this lot, the time team, yeah. the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Gal from Gorgoroth's part of them, which I didn't know until about two weeks ago. Right. But there's this sort of like just like the little drum music with the like bit of throat singing it and all the rest of it, but it just sort of like gets you into that sort of like that zone sort of thing where you just need to concentrate we blew the band's budget on smoke machines so we have yeah, to play medieval fucking medieval instruments yeah yeah and then just then just when you when and then because it's gal it'll be the thing so it's like so what inspires wardrunner's music satan <laughs> <laughs> just take a sip from his wine again um one song i got is catastrophist by uh trivium okay I, I was waiting uh, for the trivium. I was waiting for the trivium. It's, it, the trivium for it's because part, just it? pure tempo. Yeah. The tempo's perfect for rowing and running. Ah, for full tempo, you want goat whore. 
Oh yeah. If you want goat haw, um yeah, just any any goat haw, just mm. bang that on and that's good for tempo. Um Ah, ah, the um, that song that we were talking about, where I said it'd be my walking out as a wrestler song, it was uh, "Apocalypticon" by Creator. Ooh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, that's fucking ballsy. That yeah. I think the, the problem, I think the problem with this um, list is you get caught up in like the pre-workout, and then pre-pre-workout, yeah, and things like that, yeah, in, in the actual moment. It's kind yeah. of difficult. <clears throat> oh, you'll you'll know this one. This is another one that I love. What's the Lamb of God song with the um summer firefight the American Dream? That is a contractor. I think it is contractor. Mm, the American Dream, the the new one. No, 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 it's no, no, one, no. It's one of the old ones like stuff we do into a firefight. Oh well, fuck. Yeah, that one. Um, I don't know, man. It might be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a wrath. It sounds wrathy. Yeah. Broken hands is good as well, just because it's one of them where you like, uh, yeah, you broke. Obviously, you're lifting to break your hands, and then going a little bit, a little bit off. I think for um, I, I need to suggest this down at um, training when we start training properly. But a choke sermon for doing whilst rolling in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Very good. Yeah, you want a bit of choke sermon on because that's what the entire thing is. I think like you could pick any run of of Finn Troll songs which aren't troll hammering. Yeah. And that's like good intense lifting music. Yeah. <laughs> I've uh, just just from a scan I've found a stupid one. It's a song called Pumping Iron Power by a band called Grail Knights. <laughs> right. Sweet. And they're from Scandinavia somewhere, I'm presuming Sweden. They all look like metal superheroes, and they've got this song about lifting weights. And halfway through the song, who pops into the song? Get, Is get it the, um, Dude from Arno It's not the Dude from Arno Car. It's, it's another metal singer who's rather large and wears sunglasses, though. Large and wears sunglasses? Rather large. He wouldn't say, you, he's not a guy who'd say he's large. Oh, M Shadows? No. No, no. Scandinavian. Scandinavian dude, rather large, wears sunglasses. I'm yeah. going to kick myself out. You are. Because it is Joachim Broden from Sabaton, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the middle of this song about lifting with like a weird fucking you know, keyboard riffing it, fucking Joachim Broden comes in talking about metal bars and shit. You're like, done, this is amazing. I think like for inspiring music, yeah. Ailstorm are full of them as well. Yes. I can picture myself... Doing some deadlifts to Captain Morgan's Revenge. Ah, big scale, big big ideas. In fact, Rhapsody, all of Rhapsody. Yeah, I so could definitely, mean, I could definitely do Rain of a Thousand Flames while fucking doing press ups. Yeah, do you mean right now we're going on to some? I'm glad we've got onto this because I have a separate genre for this as well. Okay. Okay. So now, by doing it to Captain Morgan's Revenge, do you just mean the song or the album? I meant the song. Right, why specifically that song? I can just picture myself lifting to the... Right, now, you've taken me onto a concept which started off as a drinking game, but I've turned it into lifting games. Okay, so, you know the Roxanne drinking game? Yep. Where if you're a man, every time he says Roxanne, you take a swig. Mm -hmm. Now, load up your squats bar, put that on your back, it becomes Squatsan. So every time he says Roxanne, you do a squat. <laughs> I take it your version was Shotsan. Uh, no, no, fuck that. Shots. No, no, no. It was, always, <clears throat> it was always every time you had that bam, 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 bam. Every time you had that intro riff, you went, fuck's sake, went to Baronard and three pints. <laughs> so, yeah. it's, the, it's the blood red of, of civilised society, the isn't red. it? It is the blood red of civilised society. So you've got the Squatsan game. But then you've also got, um, you know, Arts on Fire by Hammerfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Change that to Arms on Fire. Every time he says hearts, you do a bicep curl. <laughs> so there's that bit where it's like, hearts on fire. And that, that, just that chorus bit where you lift it up on the hearts and you've got to drop it to yeah. the fire. and it, it kills you, mate. It's brilliant. But, yeah. What about Dragon Force? Dragon Force are up here, aren't they? Dragon Force could be on there, yeah. I never, I never considered the Dragon Force. Yeah, I can picture the Dragon Force doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think what we're trying to avoid with this is 
even though they are on there, is putting on the um, typical bands. I think whereas most people would just be like, go metal, lifting metal playlist, Metallica, Pantera. I think no, I'm leaning straight into bar metal, metal, power metal. This is what it's all about. Yeah. And party metal. Yes. This is what it's all coming down to. Maybe that's what we need. Like we mm. need something. But this is it. What do you fucking? What are you fucking dickweeds? Do you listen to hip hop to work out for when you could be listening ah. to fucking Rhapsody of Fire? Right. Coming on to this, and this is very weird from a rock and metal podcast. But the only two types of acceptable gym music are metal or full on gangster rap, not hip hop. Well, the, the point I was going for was like with the painkiller and yes, painkiller and battle metal and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. It instills like an odd sort of like either a nostalgia for a big sort of scale adventure kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Or it's sort of it's all it's a call to an adventure in itself. Yeah. But like modern hip hop isn't that, is it? No, modern, modern hip hop isn't that. But I think it's ah, you, you've got that adventure vibe. But then I think there's times where you need to tap into that proper aggression, and that's why you go mm. for the thrash. That's why you go for the noise death metal. And that's why you go for the proper gangster rap, you know, the sort of like, I've been in prison and shot six coppers and all that sort of stuff. Not that I'm condoning. I've downloaded some red hot chili peppers. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I once flipped off me nan, <laughs> stole off with a scran. Yeah, <laughs> you could try listen to MC Depot, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. It depends where your head's at when you're working out. Because for me, it's like I'm rather absent-minded. I'm kind of focusing on the form in a big way. Yeah, I get you. I so get anything you. else is kind of like an anecdote. I don't need to tap into it. It's yeah. a good. It's good for me to listen to things. Like if yeah. I'm getting into an album, I'll run with it because yeah, yeah. it's on in the background. I'm not overthinking it, and I'm just. I can tell if I can enjoy it or not because I'm in like that sort of weird, um, sort of like that cognitive purgatory place where I'm not committing to anything. Yeah, and you just want to plod. <laughs> yeah. Plod, no, no, plod, no, I, plod, I, I get you, no, no, but that's not like you got an album where you're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm into this. I don't really want to feel the pain in my lower back and my knees and my feet, so I'll just sort of concentrate on, oh, isn't this good? Yeah. I get that, but I think for a good a good lifting session, you don't, you don't want that. You know. Some people want to be calm others want to be you know uh, fucking you know like what like the advice i've heard for like fucking you know deadlifts and how to improve your grip strength it's like you know grip the bar as though you you know it was about to fucking attack your family and you wanted to choke it to death you just <laughs> shit like that it's proper shit it's proper animalistic shit like that you know our approaches to like where exercise are pretty funny though because you're quite intense with it and i'm like yeah. i'm worried about my back yeah, so no. I'm like worried about the form. I'm more like zen with it, I guess. Yeah, no, I think, and I, I, I have realised I need to up the up the intensity a bit because I've been, I've dropped I've dropped down a bit on weights and sessions and stuff. So I need to up the intensity in those sessions. So. Well, I'm just I'm just calling this a rest week because I have no choice. I have <laughs> not got a gym. Yeah, you're not got a gym. What we're we doing to my um squat rack then? Are we, you coming over and putting some on it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to carve runes into it and shit, didn't oh, I? Oh, you were going to carve runes into it. I was like, runes. I wanted the Anarcho logo on it. Yeah, no, no. We could, well, I was going to bring that burning pen as well, wasn't it? We could, yeah, we could do that, yeah. Mm. Definitely. I'll decorate that at some point. But um, new addition to the gym playlist that fits the... Yeah, keep going. That fits the sort of, like, noise aggression thing. Fucking leached. Never heard of them. Yeah, I, I've seen them twice now and just but. You know, they were one of them bands where I've actually they saw them at one festival, but then paid to see them once because I liked them. But I'd seen them twice, but never actually sat down with them proper and just gone, yeah, they're a good live band. But then mm. it's just this thing where it was just this fucking intense, like I said, this intense experience in a tiny little fucking breeze-blocked room with just strobe lights and noise. Mm. But then that's reflected in the actual... Um, album music you get why they put the strobe lights on it it's not like ooh strobe lights it's like nah this needs it just this dark sort of weird heavy as fuck stuff and it's like yeah this is what we want you can convey static in yeah, a visual form exactly that's that sort of it and just mm. so like you know, it's got it's got like all these big clangy sounds in it and stuff so yeah just 
I think it's just songs that get in. Like you said, it's that very much like there's the heroic thing as well, where you're listening to the words and that gets you into it. Yeah. I listen to the sounds where it just proper taps into that Og me lift rock me kill mammoth me shag cave woman, you know. Notable absence so far has been Pantera. Ah, because we were trying to avoid that. Oh, Pantera, yeah, fair enough. Pantera are on there, but it's like going a bit above and beyond and sort of mm. getting into getting into different things but oh yeah Pantera, lifts beyond lifts yeah lift beyond oh fucking pantera on there because it was one of them where i was like you know one day i was like holy shit i've got no pantera on my gym playlist what a dick i am mm-hmm. and uh archives archives outfit like i've said d manufactures a good lifting album yeah 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 that's uh, fucking that fucking sound though <laughs> there's the fucking precision in it it's just all fucking it is a punch it's a close thing to a punch yeah, yeah, that's what you want. You want you want something like that, and you just you want a tune that when you sort of like dying, it sort of pulls you out, and it's like it's. I think my best thing after this lockdown was when we got to go into this uh, little private. Uh, me and the woman got to go to the woman's personal trainer's like private uh, private training facility, as he calls mm-hmm. it, and um, it was like yeah, put whatever music you want on, and it was just that wandering around this room full of weights with fucking Manowar and fucking Lama God and all this shit blasting out. It was like I'm in a fucking happy place. I fucking <laughs> love this. this is this is what I love. This is why I'm pissed off that my headphones don't hold the charge. So if you forget to charge them once after you know an hour and a bit of having them on, they just die. So I'm a bit I'm really miffed at them. But like really Jim, let's use the um, the Sonos um, oh, speaker. So we just fucking sepulture for the last few weeks. Sepulture would be good gym music as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, it's like I listened to Beneath the Remains and I was just sort of blown away because I hadn't really listened to that album before mm-hmm. and I was like, fucking hell, how did I miss this? This is no. fucking brutal. Yeah. Right. I think we've I think we've covered that because I think it's almost wrapping up time. It's almost wrapping up time. It's almost wrapping um, up. Sadly, so I think what, it, what the fuck are you playing at? What the fuck have I played at? Well, like I said, I went to a, I went on the walk with the fuck. Ah, that's what we also did. Um, I am now... Now, Jim, you're going to either love or hate me for this. I'm an ordained used, priest. Uh, no, 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 no. You know about my slow ascent to the middle classes so I can infect the middle classes with my filth? <laughs> you can bring it in down from the inside. I can bring the middle classes down from the inside with my fucking <laughs> knuckle-dragging populist proletarian rage. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go to Wayrose and ask where the fucking scrumpy is. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. All that good shit, you know. Complain that there's no discount partridge. Um, yeah. I have bought an upcycled oil lamp. Oh, fucking A. Do you, oil... do you, hang on, wait, now answer me this. Do you wake up at two in the morning and just wander around with it? No, 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 it's a plug-in one, so it's like, you know them oh, old, fuck you know them off. old school oil blow torches? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's one of them where, where the flame had come out of it, there's a light bulb screwed into it, so you just plug it in and you light it, and yeah, it's got one of them weird... Um, weird sort of like filament bulbs in it where the filament's really fancy so you can see it when it's turned off but when you turn it on and you try and stare at it it blinds you <laughs> and uh, I also bought a proper brass coal you know proper metal coal scuttle as well for a tenner so yeah it was, a, it was a good day out have you got any anywhere to put a fire to, so you can do that yes yes there okay is. that's fine then but yeah it's not just a no it's actually a practical coal scuttle I think when you buy it from them antique shops and, you know, vintage shops, I think they want you just to grow flowers in it and display it. We're like, no, that's a coal skull. We are going to use it for coal. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you've been fucking playing at? That's what I've been fucking playing at, mate. Where's, where, where's, hang on, where is, where do you say you were? Bridge End? Bridge North. Bridge North, where's that? It's in between Birmingham and Wales. Oh, okay, right. right. For Bridge North, but it's, it's a good place, man. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Is that a Aracom was 30 seconds walk away from a pub. And it also has Europe's oldest and steepest cliff railway. Oh, really? Vertical cliff railway, yes. It's Europe's oldest and steepest vertical cliff railway. Not Snowden, then. Not Snowden, no. Hmm. Intriguing. This is the thing. If you spend long enough in like any English town, village, or anything for a, like a consecutive period of time which isn't related to work... Mm. You get to learn all this shit, mm-hmm. and because you're not bound by the fucking pressures of life, you really enjoy it. Yeah, that's the joys of England. 
Yeah, that is the joys of England. This was this was it as well because you know we, you know we went on the walk, then we went to a railway pub, which is like for a proper steam railway. Talked to the old bloke in there who like knows everyone's like, you're right, it's still raining outside. Right. Only customers are going today. There's only me. <laughs> 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 it was, it was that sort of bloke. <laughs> oh, that can't change what since seventies. Never mind. Last time you were here. <laughs> you know, Salt of the earth, I am. It was. It was. <laughs> he, he sounded really intelligent, though. So it sounds like it was probably one of those people where it's kind of like, you know, I used to be a ex- uh, high-flying executive. Now it's all gone to fucking pot, and I don't care. <laughs> I backed the wrong horses. That man, exactly. What the fuck have you been up to, Jim, apart from not building a squat rack? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, getting all the materials ready for the squat rack, um, drying the wood because I left it out in the rain. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I fucking started watching Hunters. Oh, the Nazi on the thing with Al Pacino? Al Pacino. Al Pacino. The um, fucking Nazis. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's pretty much like if me and you got together at 16, like when we were then, yeah. and, and just went, let's write a TV show, bro. And you'd yeah. be like, all right, Jim, this is oh, what we come up with. All right, Jim, let's write this. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a Nazi. <laughs> Who was bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but honestly, man, I've just been doing more research on the Roadrunner stuff. Now, yeah. my intention is for that to be out next week. Nice. Um, uh, it'll be a fucking long one, though. Actually, I don't think it will. I think I've got like I think I've armed myself with loads and loads of information, mm. where sort of <clears throat> as I backtrack through it, because you know how I've been saying, I'm going to put it out and then I know I'm going to learn yeah. more things about it after the facts and then I have to keep going back to it. I think yeah. I like armed myself with like the roadmap of what that looks like. Yeah. And then the, uh, the actual interesting narrative bits seem to be coming together quite normally. And I don't think it'll be overdone. It already is overdone, but less overdone. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Also, so that should be pretty good. Yeah, as well. If you haven't done it already, watch Cobra Kai. Okay, is it any? Is it good? I mean, I've heard it. I've heard it's good, but I'm not. I never really watched a lot of karate here when I was a kid, so I'm not like. I'm not like super. Do I have to rely on the nostalgia for it to be good? Ish, ish. If you've if you've seen the first Karate Kid, you'll appreciate. It gives you enough. So if you've seen the first Karate Kid, it gives you enough feeder to. Mm know where it is it doesn't heavily rely on nostalgia but just just watch it for um johnny lawrence and you'll just like look at him and go you just, just listen to johnny lawrence when he's training the kids in karate and you'll know why i love it <laughs> yeah fair enough yeah i'll give it i'll give it a go i mean um give it a go dude like, i've got i've got this week off <gasps> shit man what do i do what do i do like i said uh watch cobra kai build your squat rock yeah, squat rack tomorrow. I'm hoping to do some drinking on Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... I want to do some day drinking, but um, yeah. obviously with everything going on, I don't think anyone will come with me. Just day drink anyway. It's fine. Sit on. Yeah, right. <laughs> I specifically bought a... Here's one thing. I bought a tankard, a glass tankard. Yeah. It was like something I've wanted for ages, but I never... It sounds daft saying it like this, but it's something I've never decided I, I want to spend six quid on a tankard. Yeah, they, they, I was compelled over the weekend to go. I'm going to buy this fucking tanker, and every single, single fucking night, I've had my tea, I've run it under a cold tap, mm. and I've put it in the freezer. Then I've fucked off for half an hour. Yeah, and I've come back and I've had like one of those like, advert beers. Oh god, me and my dad had one of them in Turkey. It wasn't the best thing ever. It was like how old was it? Fourteen, fifteen, or something like that. We had one of them beers, and then we had another straight afterwards. Like the freezer pint was fucking. <sighs> The thing is, though, there's nothing stopping us from having it every day. <laughs> Apart from the spectre of liver disease. <laughs> <laughs> right, All right, man. If, if you're done, I'm fucking done. I mean, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Nothing we can do about that. Yeah, man, yeah. And that was, that was shit. The re- yeah, shit that, yeah. You know, you know what the shittiest thing is? Like, it's, it, the reason it's really shit is even though he hasn't come out with anything since the last Van Halen album, and then even before then it was years and years since anything came out, it never felt like he was finished. No. Never. It never felt like he was done. No, which is... Which is bad, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I've become desensitised to death now, Rodden. Mm-hmm. 
by doing this podcast. By doing this fucking podcast, yeah. <laughs> right. The, the low listenership and the, the never-ending tides of death. Death in the metal world. And on that fucking note, um, we are on the social medias. Just look for... Oh, Temple yeah, Christ, Blair. yeah, we're, do, we're doing that, are we? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, we're on Twitter at, at Temple of Blair, B-L-E-H. I'm Robert Jett, spelled like Boba Fett. Ra's not on jack shit because he's smart. And then I'm taking a break. I was going to be starting an Instagram page, but I decided to take a 30-day break from Instagram as a challenge. So, hey, could you try and find us an artist for like a logo? Yes, I will get on that as well. Yeah, that'll, that'll be a good idea. Yeah, that won't be a good idea. Yeah. Okie cokey. Right, I'll see you later. See you later. Good luck. Oh, good. Good luck. Good luck. Bye bye.